Star Wars 7x7 episode 1502 today. What's up with Thrawn alliances and this interesting trend happening with Star Wars novels? Punch it, Chewie. This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So I took Thrawn Alliances with me on our family vacation, and it made for some great summer reading. So that's absolutely a positive. And generally speaking, I enjoyed the book. I mean, you know, it's not the remarkable read that I found, say, the Tarkin novel by James Luceno to be, for example. So you know, it doesn't necessarily soar to the heights of what Star Wars fiction has done in the new canon just yet, but it was certainly an enjoyable read. But I gotta say, it's a little bit odd to see the way that the adult-focused Star Wars novels have been developing, as opposed to the younger novels, like, say, for example, Most Wanted that came out, that's a tie-in to Solo, A Star Wars Story, or Leia, Princess of Alderaan, that was a tie-in to The Last Jedi. Those novels are written as straightforward novels where it's basically one major idea that's being pursued across a limited timeline, and that's not been the case with the adult novels. So, for example, Thrawn Alliances is split across two different time periods with two different stories, so you could almost say that the novel is actually two novellas that are interwoven together, and the novel before it, Thrawn, just Thrawn straight up, was a very long origin story, not long in the bad sense, just long in the terms of it was a story that took place over a significant amount of time documenting Thrawn's rise through the Imperial ranks, and you could almost consider it a loosely collected or a loosely connected version of short stories as opposed to an actual novel per se, or at least a traditional novel per se. And, you know, before... The Thrawn Alliances novel came out, Last Shot came out, which was also a tie-in to Solo, A Star Wars Story, but that had probably the most fractured narrative of any Star Wars novel that's been released so far, jumping between four different time eras in that one. And even Phasma, when that came out in September of 2017, that mostly took place in one particular time frame and one particular set of circumstances, but it had a framing device that ran throughout the novel as well. And that framing device had, you know, significant meat to it in and of itself and significant ramifications, too. I think you really have to go back to Aftermath Empire's End by Chuck Wending that came out in early 2017 to find a Star Wars novel that was basically just one novel. And really, the whole Aftermath trilogy, I guess, lines up just about as well as the original Thrawn trilogy for just having one epic story being told after the end of the Battle of Endor. Granted, the Thrawn trilogy, the original one by Timothy Zahn, took place a few years after the Battle of Endor, or at least, you know, as, yeah, a good chunk of time after the Battle of Endor, but it was right after the battle, within six months that Aftermath picked up. So I think what I'm saying is that I'm really itching for a Star Wars adult novel that tells one great story from beginning to end and... Yeah, I guess it's been a year and a half since Aftermath Empire's End, so it hasn't been that long, really. But, you know, again, that's not to say that Thrawn Alliances doesn't have its great points about it. And, again, it was an enjoyable read, as I said at the outset. And 
we'll talk more in detail about the stories that are involved here. But ultimately, I think if <laughs> if Timothy Zahn had written two novels and one of them had been about the Clone Wars era version of things and one had been about the Rebels era version of things, then I would have thought that that was fantastic. And not only do we get to see you know, one storyline with Anakin and Thrawn, but we also get a sub storyline with Padme in that as well. And, you know, I would have loved to see the whole thing develop more. And the same thing with the Vader Thrawn in the Rebels timeline situation. So you get to see Vader's unit of commandos of stormtroopers that are with him. And you also get to see the crew of the Chimera, Thrawn's capital ship, and their different crews are basically reflective of the various leadership styles that Thrawn and Vader employ, and that in itself is really intriguing as well, to see how those two groups of, of Imperial loyalists, for lack of a better way of putting it, get together and work with each other, knowing the bosses to whom they have to report, and in the case of Thrawn's crew, also knowing that Vader is a wild card who could be trouble for any of them. It's not just Vader that they have to answer to. Whereas Vader's stormtroopers, you know, they know they don't really have to answer to Thrawn at all. Like, they just have to worry about the big guy in black. But, yeah, it's a different dynamic entirely, and I would have loved to see that dynamic fleshed out in its own novel, too. And something else that I would have wanted out of this one, too, I have to say, in all honesty, is that there's an opening where we get to see Emperor Palpatine telling Vader and Thrawn that he wants them to investigate a disturbance in the Force, and it's, you know, some part of Palpatine's machinations. We have no idea what exactly he has in mind for sending the two of them on this mission together, but... The thing of it is, is that there is no epilogue that includes Vader and Palpatine or Vader and Thrawn reporting back to Palpatine after the events of their particular adventure. And that's something that I really would have liked to have seen as well. And I don't necessarily need to know entirely what Palpatine's motivations were for sending the two of them on this mission, but even just a hint of malice and what sort of evil nefarious stuff he was up to by putting them on this mission together like that's something that i wished had been fulfilled in the novel too and even though the novel is called thrawn alliances i dare say the novel really is more about darth vader and anakin skywalker than it is about thrawn i mean vader's perspective and thrawn's perspective are both you know very evenly documented i would say and thrawn's perspective is probably less documented in the Clone Wars segment of things in favor of Anakin's because Thrawn has a mission that he is keeping under wraps in this particular timeline. And so, you know, he's happy to partner with Anakin, but it's really more about Anakin and his mission because it's really Anakin's mission and Thrawn's is just kind of keeping it his mission on the QT, whereas Vader and Thrawn together in the Rebels timeline, like that's definitely more of theirs. And so it kind of splits them even in that sense. But I really do feel like it is more a novel about Vader and about his, you know, time as Anakin and about his reflections on his time as Anakin as well. That makes for some of the novel's most interesting passages, in my humble opinion. But Thrawn gets some of his classic deductive reasoning moments in and some crazy 
seemingly intuitive leaps that turn out to be true, but nobody else can really fathom what it is is happening. And, you know, once it's explained, it's like the head smacking. Oh, yeah, of course. And he even gets emotionally vulnerable, at least as emotional as it just can be or has so far demonstrated as far as all of our knowledge of Chiss folks go. But yeah, there's an emotional vulnerability of sorts with Vader. And that in itself was very compelling too. So, you know, it's not necessarily the height of Star Wars canon in this new rebooted era so far, but I still enjoyed it. And there is definitely still a lot to recommend it. And I'm going to take a quick break here, and then we'll talk about how I'm going to break down the detailed stuff about this novel for you over the course of the next couple of days. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you, too. Again, that's P-A-T treon.com slash sw7x7 i thank you and star wars 7x7 thanks you too welcome back all right so whether you have read the novel or whether you have no intention of reading the novel there's going to be something for everyone over the next couple of days in the podcast so on tomorrow's episode i'm going to talk about the clone wars era story and the high points that you need to know from it And Thursday's podcast, we'll talk about the Rebels era stuff that you need to know. And Friday's podcast, we'll talk about the implications of the novel for future Star Wars stories and other events, as it were. But for now, for today, that's going to do it for today's podcast. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fire at will, Commander, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just fully armed and operational, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!